0: You're listening to Chewing the Fat On Demand. Welcome to Chewing the Fat. Happy, happy Tuesday, Election Day Tuesday, and you're going to get all the election coverage somewhere else. I know you're going to want, you know, it's exciting. I will tell you who won yesterday, of course, I'll tell you who won, just to give you, well, just to... Tomorrow, I'll let you know who won yesterday. I mean, why, what, why is why so difficult about that? Of course, I'll tell you yesterday who won. That's how I do it. It's part of chewing the fat, my friend. But, <laughs> but what, what's most concerning to me is that I saw an article that, of course, my wife is all happy about. Putting up Christmas decorations early makes you happier according to science. Duh. Of course it does. It puts you in a special mood. You know, it's Christmas spirit. And my wife, we've had some stuff, I mean, uh, that's been up all year. And we, won't, I don't need to go into that argument or uh, not an argument. <laughs> don't be silly. It wasn't, we weren't arguing about that. It was just a conversation. <laughs> but... uh We've had some stuff up all year, but it's minor, so it's time we're moving all the Christmas stuff back into the house, and it's time to put it all up again, and we're getting excited, and the kids want to put the tree up, and we're all happy, happy for Christmas, but I didn't realize how much Christmas is going to be enjoyed by my family, and me, and now you, because of something that was just released, or it's... The at least the story about it has been released. Now you can purchase the entire album early uh, by going to a website which I will I will put out on my Twitter account, and I will uh, I'll put it out on my Twitter account, and then on my Instagram, on Facebook, on whatever thing whatever you want you're going to get because this is a tremendous tremendous idea. And I'm so happy that uh, it's out. And I thought, I thought it was going to be good. I didn't realize how good it was going to be. William Shatner has made a Christmas album. He made a Christmas album with Henry Rollins and Iggy Pop. He also uh, has a list of people that he's sharing the limelight with. Uh, on Christmas and we'll go down the list of songs that are on the, the album, his Christmas album. You can pre-order it right now, but they gave us some, some teasers of songs that are, if you're not in the mood for Christmas, once you hear these, you, my friend have, you should leave, you should leave the planet because you don't have anything to do with Christmas. Okay. Now, this particular song is a classic standard Christmas song, Silent Night. Silent Night.
1: Holy night.
0: All is calm. All is bright. Oh, so good. So good. Sleep heavenly peace. Okay, so that was just William Shatner. But this is Silent Night. And he's sharing the limelight with Iggy Pop on this song. And I don't want to... F- I mean, I love Iggy Pop. Right? I mean, girls are all over this world. Iggy Pop, I've been a fan forever. And uh, so this is Iggy Pop's portion of... Silent night. Silent night. Holy night. Son of God. Love's pure light. So good. So good. Oh, my gosh. I mean, that is, that is outstanding. And if you cannot decorate your house to the William Shatner Christmas album... You don't know Christmas. You do not know Christmas, my friend. And I know, look, I also know that Silent Night is, you know, one of those songs that you listen to, but it, it's kind of, it's not, it's not an upbeat Christmas song. It's one of the songs that just puts you in that, <sighs> that you want to pray, you want to thank the Lord, you want to thank the baby Jesus. I get it. So you really want something upbeat while you're decorating the home, which is why we put Jingle Bells, with Henry Rollins on the album, okay? So here's a little sample of what you're going to get with Jingle Bells. Dashing through the snow on the one-horse open sleigh
1: Or the fields
0: we go laughing all the way. Bells on bobtail ring making spirits bright. What fun it is to laugh and sing a sleigh. Not- you cannot tell me that's not great. I won't hear it. I will not hear it. Now listen, I did the same with, with Iggy. On Silent Night, uh, I want to give Henry his due. Uh, I don't want you to think that uh, William's trying to you know take all the limelight away. So this is Henry Rollins' portion, one of the portions, on Jingle Bell's. Jingle bells, jingle bells, jingle bells away. Oh, Oh my gosh, that doesn't put you in the Christmas mood, my friends. I don't know what does. I don't know what does. Now, this uh, <clears throat> the rest of the songs on the album are going to be uh, Blue Christmas with Brad Paisley, Little Drummer Boy with Joe Louis Walker, Winter Wonderland featuring Todd Rundgren and Artemis Pyle of Leonard Skinner, Twas the night before Christmas, with Mel Collins of King Christmas. Rudolph, run, Rudolph, run, with Elliot Easton of The Cars. Oh come, oh come, Emmanuel, with Rick Wakeman of Yes. Silver bells, with Ian Anderson of Jethro Tull. One for you, one for me. Ooh, that's there's nobody there's nobody listed on one for you, one for me. That must be just. Just William taking it on his own. Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer featuring Billy Gibbons of ZZ Top. Of course, Silent Night with Iggy Pop. Uh, White Christmas with Judy Collins. Why do we not have the Judy Collins? I can't wait to hear that. Feliz Navidad by Danny and Danny with Danny Bender. Jingle Bells with Henry Rollins, which you heard, but they also have Jingle Bells on twice. One is the punk rock version. I mean, tell me, tell me this particular album is not worth Christmas. You can't. You can't. In fact, we're going to find out how much this bad boy is right now. Pre-order here. I'm clicking on this bad boy right now because I made the mistake of not ordering. Okay, so you get the vinyl Shatner Claws Christmas album. Shatner Claws Christmas album, the vinyl. Wow. Let's see what they wanted for this bad boy. No, I don't want it to. Ugh. What? What? Wait. No.
1: I got it for free.
0: No, you did not.
1: I promise you.
0: No, you did not. Okay, so this, the album, the vinyl Shatner Claws, the Christmas album, is 29 29 <laughs> Only eight left in stock. Okay, so now Chris Cruz tells me tells me that he you downloaded it for free.
1: Yeah, I downloaded it for free on my iTunes account. The
0: got, whole album, the whole
1: album for free. What? Yeah,
0: I bet you I can get it on Amazon Music then. I mean, for uh, unlimited access for Amazon Plus, though I don't know if Amazon, I don't have the Amazon Plus. I think my wife does to get the account number. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding, Amazon. We'll have separate accounts. Just kidding. <laughs> I can get the. Oh, I could sign up anyway on my 30 day free trial, but uh, so you got them all? Bob Maine, man, Chris Cruz. We're we're taking we're listening to the music that Chris plays for the podcast because we'll be back in a little while because we're listening to William Shatner. I'm getting in the Christmas spirit.
1: It's so cool that I have them all. I just downloaded them all and I looked and, Yeah, I got them all for free.
0: That's so good. I want to hear the
1: Jingle Bells punk rock version. Jingle Bells punk rock. Or-
0: that's what
1: good that is
0: fantastic go, now, I t- seriously, now I have, I have. We do sing these Christmas songs in a punk rock version at the house all the time, you know, or hard rock versions, you know, where you're screaming them uh, in our own versions. That's a that's a great idea. All right, we got to move on with the podcast, but this is so good. How many of you have birds? You know, birds that you keep at the house, big birds like parrots. Uh, you know, we used to, my first mother-in-law had an Amazon yellow naped parrot named Pete. And that bird was really cool. And it would sing, you know, way down about the Swanee River far. It would sing and it would call everybody's name out. And it really didn't like a lot of people. Uh, you know, it would, uh, it would it would it would come to me like if you wanted it to get on your arm, you put a, a like an oven mitt on, and it would step on your oven, it would step on your hand, then and get out of the cage so you can clean it and stuff. But most people it would just peck. It would just now, you're not sticking your hand in here. Uh, what's outside the cage is yours. What's inside is mine. Get back. And uh, when my oldest son was real little, he spent a lot of time at his grandma's, and she used to keep him right next to the parrot cage. And that damn bird Elvis, 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 forever, my oldest son could take that bird and throw it up against a wall, step on it, pick it up, and throw it up against the wall again, and that bird would Elvis, 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 come back to Elvis like exactly that 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 yeah that kid could do anything to that bird, man, and that bird just loved him, but apparently in the United Kingdom. Uh, there was a bird that got stuck on a roof and they had to call the firefighters to come and rescue it and the whole time the firefighters are trying to rescue it the bird is up on the roof going f off f you f you f you Ah now that had to be funny to watch now i guess the bird was stuck up there they shouldn't if the bird was stuck on the roof for more than a, a, a couple of days they shouldn't give it back to the owner right you don't leave a bird stuck on a roof like that, a parrot that's probably had his wings clipped that's been, you know, living in a home. So they finally decided that uh, the, the owner said, well, just tell the bird that you love him. Say, I love you, I love you, so the bird realizes that you're okay. And when he says I love you back, then he'll come to you. So, you know, I love you, I love you, pretty soon it's like, I love you. Quit telling me to F off, you stupid little bird, I love you. Now get to my hand, let me get you off this roof. But birds are, I mean, birds are fun. I could tell you another death bird story. I like to hear how oh, I murdered a bird once I mean I didn't murder it but I killed it it died it died in my care so we had this lady that was in charge of the entire county of the bird society that we lived in in Florida and she went on vacation and she used to leave her birds with us she had a, well, she had a huge amount of birds but her favorite birds she used to leave with us um she had a big white uh white what the hell was the name of that bird anyway and she left a couple of her little favorite birds with us, too. And we were watching them. And I came home one day when she was on this trip. And the one bird was in the bottom of the cage, beaked to the sky. I'm like, oh, crap. I thought, oh, no, this stupid bird we killed on our watch. I wrapped it in foil. I put it in the freezer. I didn't know. I didn't know what to do with it. I didn't want to bury it. I didn't want to throw it away. I, you know, she's gone. I, wa- I, wa- well, what, am I what are you going to wrap it in? We can wrap it in no you put it in foil so it stays so it keeps it in good in the freezer and so she comes back you know she's on her ship and i was like right, so, you know i got your bird here I got a couple birds in the back but the one bird the the one bird um it died and uh so she says oh he had a bad heart what you tell me that now i've been suffering for days And I said, yeah, yeah." I kept it in foil here in the freezer. She just started laughing. Like, like, you idiot. (laughs) (laughs) Of course you keep it in foil. You can't put a a bird that, you know, in a plastic bag. That's cruel. (laughs) But rabbiting in foil is not cruel at all. (laughs) I'll never forget seeing that bird, though, man. Oh, man. Beak to the sky at the bottom of that cage. That feeling like, oh no. I have killed this lady's bird. Oh. I had another bird. I had another bird once that we had for a long time in my I lived I was living with uh, this uh, a friend of mine for forever. And he brings home a cat. I was like, You can't bring home a cat. We got a bird, dude. Ah, that'll be fine. So I used to wake up, I'd come home from work and I'd lay down on the sofa and take a nap and I'd wake up with the bird just screaming at the top of its lungs and the cat would be wrapped around the cage. Just wrapped around the cage trying to get to the bird. You know, so you got to kick the bird off. So we go to move. We move out of this apartment. I'm moving to another place and I'm carrying the bird cage out of the apartment. And as I'm walking the bird cage to the car, the bottom of the bird cage drops off the bird cage onto the sidewalk, right? And so there's just that split second. Everything happened in slow motion. You see the bottom go. Poof, and there's that split second of you holding the cage up. The bottom is gone and the bird is in the cage and the bird kind of looks down, looks at you, drops down and doesn't look back, man. It hits, drops out of that cage and flies off. I mean, it did not even look back. I mean, that bird was just that slow motion of looks down, looks at you like, I am freaking out of this place. Drops down and gone. Yeah, that's, that's one bird I had. So I have a lot of experience with birds. You can call me the bird man, really. It's the experience I've had with birds. All right, I'm sorry. I know I was talking about birds, and all I really wanted to talk about was you know stores and the process of what's happening here in America. I mean, we have Lowe's actually closing stores now uh, across America and Canada. Apparently, there's stores that are, shall we say, underperforming, underperforming. But there's a list of stores, uh, 31 locations in five Canadian provinces, uh, including two low stores, and that gives you the list of where they're where they're closing at. And uh, they're also closing stores in the United States. They're closing twenty lows across thirteen states. Uh, in the U.S., and you can you, know, you can find that out uh, easy enough. I'll I'll tweet a link out to that at JeffyMRA MRA and uh, Facebook Jeff Fisher Radio for uh, for the Lowe's closings. But uh, it's amazing that one of the stores, and I'm sure this is true with all of them, one of the stores is not far from here in Irving, Texas, and it's in a complex where there's Sam's Clubs and Home Depots and WalMarts. And uh, furniture stores, and I, I was so surprised that that store isn't doing well. And it's got to be management. It's got to be they just need to redo the store, and they need to re up the idea of going to Lowe's in that neck of the woods. And instead of doing that, nope, shut it down. So good luck. God bless. A little while ago, we talked about Toys R Us and how they were, uh, you know, going for bankruptcy, and then they stopped. And then they stopped saying, uh, no, listen, we're, we're, we still want the rights to our, uh, to our intellectual property. We want the Jeffrey LLC. We're keeping all of that. And uh, they didn't know what they were going to do. Uh, but now they're, uh, they just announced that they're going to do pop-up stores called uh, Joffrey's Toy Box. And it's going to be in the uh, Fred Meyer and Kroger stores. Now, that's actually, on the surface, sounds really cool, right? I mean, I kind of think that's a good idea. Look, you got 600 stores of grocery stores to put your stuff in. You set up you set up a whole thing. I don't know what kind of cut Kroger's getting. I don't know what their deal is. You look at a little bit of uh, their setup. One picture of their setup makes it look like a bargain bin toy area, which I'm not really crazy about. But the other setups has them... Uh, has it in an, an actual separate aisle where they have, you know, Joffrey out front calling the, it's the Toys R Us toy box. And then it's, you know, just a whole, an entire aisle of Toys R Us stuff. I like that. I don't like the, the cardboard train Joffrey set up with the cardboard boxes. Makes it look cheap. And so I hope they're listening to me. Call me if you need help Toys R Us. And, uh, it just makes it look cheap, and I think that, that those stores I think will underperform. But it's a really good idea, and good for them. And I'm a fan. Uh, Applebee's. How many of you been to Applebee's lately? I can raise my hand and say I haven't. Uh, some people have been. Apparently, it's really it's been a, a decent place. Uh, there's look, uh, we used to go to Applebee's. Uh, I guess uh, frequently for a number of years, and then it just you just kind of lose interest and it's, hey, it's Applebee's. But uh, they are uh, making a big comeback. Uh, they increased uh, their sa- they've been increasing sales, setting a 14year record uh, because they brought in a new management, and new management said, "You know, uh, the fast food brands are ditching uh, all their artificial ingredients and offering healthy alternatives, which by the way, we've disagreed with here on chewing the fat and on the Blaze network, go with what you are." And that was the new plan from Applebee's. Look, uh, we are a comfort food place. Come here for drinks and food, and we're here for you. If you've had a tough day, life is hard, we have pretty good comfort food, and we'll give you cheap drinks. And they've had some really, you know, some big drink deals for the bars. They've had the comfort food deal be who you are, and it's working out for them. Good for them. There's also uh, Taco Bell. Uh you know we're fans of Taco Bell no question but uh we're hearing more and more cases of restaurants across America that uh are creating um issues with viruses and uh Taco Bell in Ohio uh confirmed uh hepatitis uh A in uh in their uh Ohio Taco Bell uh worker was discovered to have uh, the infection uh, so I know that isn't the entire Taco Bell chain, but it does represent a kind of an issue with perhaps how Taco Bell is thinking about who they're employing. And have you heard of the WeWork uh, company where they get a floor in big cities and it works really well in big cities because it's in New York and Chicago and L.A. and Dallas and uh, they get, uh, they take over a, a high rise, and they take a floor or two, and then you rent space from them. Now, during that rent space, they give you water, and uh, you know, I think they give you snacks and then coffee, and you get, uh, you know, you get your space, and you pay for your space. You either get a little a desk and an internet access with a phone, or you get an office. You know, obviously, price increases as the better the better step ups you get. And I understand that if you Rent, say, just a desk space, with uh, you know, inter- obviously internet access and uh, a phone. Um, it isn't necessarily the same corner of the desk every day. It's uh, you get a space and you come up to the floor that we're on. But if that space is being used by someone else, you need to be in another space. Eh, that's kind of that kind of a bummer. But they also had beer. At their WeWork uh, floors, where you could, you know, you would drink beer. They offered it as part of their program. Hey, they're finding out that that might have been a little bit of a problem. So we're going to limit, uh, especially in New York, we're going to limit four free beers a day. That's all you get. Uh, There's coffee, there's water, uh, there's some snacks down at the other end, and the beer with the keg right there for the draft beer, you're only getting four of those a day. Okay, we're not providing you an opportunity just to get hammered all day long, but thanks WeWork because for those of you that were on board early, you were able to just sit at WeWork and get hammered all day. Did you make any sales today? Nope. <laughs> I called a couple people, I got a couple. Uh, I got a couple leads, and then, and then all of a sudden. I don't know what happened, and then it was it was nighttime, and I had to go home, so I didn't make any sales. <laughs> but I'll say that's it. So I'll be back tomorrow if we work. It. You know, you know. I love you. I love working here. <laughs> As you know, today is election day. Right today is uh, November sixth, two thousand eighteen, midterm elections, and we can. I don't want to get into in depth elections. I told you earlier in the podcast. You can find that in depth coverage. Other shows here on the Blaze, but just know that uh, you know it was nice of Twitter to uh, knock some people off that told people to vote tomorrow uh I mean I, I do I do not blame them now, there's no joking anymore on Twitter, my friend don't tell me oh it's just a joke. Move on with your life. No, I do not want to hear that joke and stuff anymore. okay this is Twitter and we take life serious. Will you stop it so So the one guy from Daily Wire gets booted Michael Knowles gets booted from Twitter for for uh, retweeting the uh, be sure be sure Democrats to vote November seventh. Okay, now all the people get all wound up because he posted on Instagram that he just got knocked off, and he, they, you know, he was going to be the head to remove it. But even if they removed it, it was going to say tweet removed, and you're a loser, which is why your tweet was removed. Whatever Twitter says, right? So, uh, so all these people get all pissed and start tagging at Jack, like, hey, at Jack, it's a joke. Move on. So instead of Jack. Giving Knowles back his rights and saying we we understand it's not we're not trying to uh, we're not trying to uh, uh, what's the now I mean we're not trying to sway the election in any way we're not trying to do any of that uh, you know we're it was just a joke and people if people are actually dumb enough to realize that they deserve to go tomorrow and vote really if you're dumb enough. To look at that and not go, that's funny. Uh, If you're dumb enough to look at that and go, oh, really? You don't deserve to vote. We don't need you voting in America. Go back to the country you came from. Or guess what? Leave this one. If you are born here, leave. We don't want you. So instead of doing that, Twitter then goes out and and cans some Democrats who posted that joke saying Republicans go vote on Wednesday the 7th. Trying to be fair. Right. However, it's not fair. It's just dumb. How about it's a joke? It's a joke. So there is no more joking on Twitter. That's the way I began this. That's the way I'm ending it. Don't be joking around on Twitter. Don't say anything funny. Because you know what? It doesn't read funny. Okay? It doesn't read funny. it's, It's not funny. And someone, somewhere, at some time, possibly could take that the wrong way so we have we can't see it and we can't read it and we have to ban it because someone somewhere at some time these are the new rules i think that twitter has and i i I honestly believe this someone somewhere sometime could read what you posted on twitter and take it the wrong way and just be butthurt and i believe that's in the twitter actually the new bylaws if someone could get butthurt it has to be banned on twitter it's just insane so you can get your in-depth election coverage somewhere else this is my in-depth election coverage for you okay there's another in-depth election coverage story that i want to tell you that i almost i could have been arrested and i didn't even know it i would have gone before the judge and said your honor i didn't know and he would have said, you'll remember next time, won't you? And then throw me in jail. I get it. Because you're not supposed to take selfies of you at the voting machine voting. Now, they can kick me out. I've turned t- the rules. Chris was reading me the rules. So, apparently, if I, uh, if I start taking pictures within like 100 feet of the voting space, they can, uh, they can take my phone from me. I would have been so... But no, you're not taking my phone from me, okay? I'll just stop taking the stupid pictures. In fact, I'm going to take a picture of you, okay? So, but I I, I was taking a picture. They could have taken my... I'm taking a picture at the voting booth at the beginning. I'm looking around going, I'm at, I'm at booth nine. I wanted booth 11. But they only had 10 in the room that I was in. So, I'm like, oh, crap. I've got my phone out. Nobody said a thing. Nothing. I could have been hauled off to jail. So... Now, apparently, that actually is, it's not like a regulation that is not written down as law. It's actually, they've stated that you can't do this, right?
1: Yes, they have.
0: And, and what what do they tell me that I
1: can't do? You cannot take selfies inside a polling station.
0: Aha! Okay. Well, I took some other pictures that, uh, selfies would be technically not really true, but pictures. But you were saying that I can't even use my phone, right?
1: No, you cannot. You cannot use within, within Texas so far. You cannot use cell phones, you cannot use cameras, tablet computers, laptop computers, sound recorders, or any device that may communicate wirelessly or be used to record sound or images within 100 feet of the voting stations. Wow. And that's now, is that just Texas? That's what I'm hearing. No, no, there's not just Texas, but just, I'm reading it straight from the state secretary of Texas because he sent this out on October 14 to all the elections of uh, the director of election. The secretary of Texas sent that. Okay. So, but you cannot take selfies on states like Texas, Arizona, Nevada, Alaska, South Dakota, Illinois, Michigan, West Virginia, Maryland. New Jersey, Connecticut, New York, North and South Carolina, Tennessee. I mean, wouldn't
0: it be easier just to tell me the states I could do it in?
1: Oh, okay. So you could do it in California, Oregon, Washington, Idaho, Utah, New Mexico, Colorado, Wyoming, Montana, <laughs> North Dakota, Nebraska, Kansas, Minnesota, Iowa, Arkansas, Louisiana, Wisconsin, Indiana, Kentucky, Virginia, uh, Mer- I didn't uh, realize we had so many states. I know, but hold on—it's unclear on states like Oklahoma, uh, Missouri, Ohio, and PA, and Massachusetts. You—they do not. It's unclear what you could do there.
0: So they just decide. Yes. Oh, she's good looking. Let her take a picture. Probably. Oh no no no! Not you, pal! Not you! You got a Republican? You got a MAGA hat on? No! Nope. Arrested that's it that's interesting we have any do you have any phone callers Ivan Whew, man I am so so thirsty let's go to the let's go to the water cooler and get a drink because there is I mean, I've said it before. I've said it a thousand times. I don't know how many times I have to say it. There is nothing better than an ice-cold Coke Zero. Oh, my gosh. That is so good. So let's say tomorrow when you see the headline, Idris Elba is people's sexiest man alive. And you think to yourself, we have got to move cuz i want to live next door to Idris Elba cuz he is the sexiest man alive realestateagentsi.trust.com get a hold of them it was you know what realestateagentsi.trust.com contact them and say i want to move as close to Idris Elba as i can and they should be able to help you out if not they'll hook you up with a with a place that you're going to love anyway and let's say uh because you want to move next to Idris, you want to sell your house here, right? You want to sell your house here and you want to move next door to Idris because guy, I'm pretty sure he still lives in London. So good luck with that. Um, but if you, want to sell your, if you want to sell your place here, get the most money and sell it quick, realestateagentsitrust.com. Realestateagentsitrust.com. They can help you out on the other end in London with Idris. Good luck. God bless. But just so you know, congratulations, Idris. I know what you're saying to yourself. Wait, Jeffy, it's not you. I know, I know, I know. People Magazine picked Idris Elba over me. Go figure. So Pamela Anderson, (coughs) I almost choked myself there for a second. (laughs) Pamela Anderson has joined the uh, Me Too movement paralyzes men universe. Uh, Yes, they go too far. She's not impressed with the Me Too movement, said she thinks an apparent third wave of feminism paralyzes men. I think they can go too far. I'm a feminist, but I think that this third wave of feminism is a bore. The 51-year-old actress uh, and former Playboy playmate uh Talked on 60 Minutes Australia. We get a lot of news from 60 Minutes Australia. I wonder how come they're doing such great interviews and the 60 Minutes here in the U.S. is not. Just a question. I think it paralyzes men, said Pamela, on 60 Minutes from Australia. I think this Me Too movement is a bit too much for me. I'm probably going to get killed for saying that. She said, my mom taught me not to go to a hotel with a stranger And that if someone showed up to a meeting in a bathrobe, maybe go elsewhere. No kidding. That's what we've been saying all along. Right? If someone answers the door in a bathrobe, maybe you don't do business that day. Maybe you go somewhere else. Maybe you do business with someone else. You get to say no. It's an amazing thing. Now. She obviously was talking about the bathrobe in this interview because of the deal with Harvey Weinstein, and uh, she admitted that she didn't have the same experience as the others did with Harvey, but that the one, their, when their paths did cross, it wasn't a pleasant one. So uh, she didn't have the same experience with, uh, with Harvey, but they didn't have a pleasant time together. So A, she either said, no, get away from me, ick, I've got a rock star waiting for me at home, not you, pudge boy. Or uh, it did happen, and then Harvey didn't give her any business, any work, and so she's mad at him. But earlier this year, remember famed French actress Catherine Deneuve got big backlash from Me Too because she called it the new form of Puritanism. She joined almost 100 other women, allegedly defending men's rights to hit on women. Not hit women, hit on women. She said, "Rape is a crime, but trying to seduce someone is not." I mean, hello, hello. Now, a couple of quick things. I know that uh, I know that it's the uh, uh, election day, and and we've got. Uh, I found a book, or I should say, my wife found a book uh, as we were going through books. She was looking for books for her grandchild. And, uh, yeah, her grandchild, you heard me right. And, uh, it's her, it's her grandkid. I don't know what this is. No, my, I mean, there's a little kid that runs around that's, below, my son had a kid. It's my wife's grandchild. But anyway, she found a book that, uh, from, uh, Chick-fil-A that talks about duck for president. And, uh, it looks kind of interesting, but it looks like I have to read it and I don't really want to read it. But I did get, um, I did get, uh, something in the mail by, from Beto over the weekend. Beto. Beto O'Rourke. I did get something in the mail from Beto uh, since uh, in the mail. And uh, it looked really good. And it was so such a strong thing. And I loved some of the quotes on the flyer. Look at the, this. I mean, this is a a fold, fold in the flyer. He's, it's just spending money left and right on this. Uh, Beto. Beto believes in people everyone in texas knows he believes in them christine dallas uh no christine no you're an idiot i think it doesn't say you're an idiot on this flyer to beto but that's just me putting that in there i think beto is honest and that's what we really need other people say one thing and believe another but beto speaks from his heart yvonne dallas no yvonne you're an idiot, too. Beto believes in what he's saying. It's not just politics. He cares about people, Republicans, Democrats, everybody, Juan in San Antonio, and on and on it goes. We can't wait. Election Day is Tuesday, November 6th. This is our moment. Are you with me? Beto for Senate. Uh, No. Uh, No, Beto, I am not. And there's one sign. I was driving home last night, and there's a a stoplight that we always get backed up on, and you're waiting there for quite a while. And and It's usually, once you stop at it, you're good for a couple of lights. And there's this big Beto sign across the road. And in front of it, since yesterday was trash day, is this giant trash can. You have no idea how bad I just wanted to put the car in park, go across the road, pick up the Betho sign, and throw it in the trash can and walk back to my car before the light turned green. I was so close to doing that. But you can't get in trouble for that, right? I mean, you could could just do that, right? I'm just helping them with trash on the side of the road is all I'm doing. You can't get in trouble for that. And remember, I'll leave you with this. Remember this. A new study reveals what unites Americans. So no matter what happens tonight, and we'll, we'll, you know, we'll talk a little bit about, uh, about it tomorrow, how we're feeling. We won't go. You know, the in-depth stuff, you can go to the Blaze tonight. Get, we're going to give it to you all there. I'm supposed to be a part of it, but I don't know what I'm doing. So I could be just hanging out here eating all night. Man, that would be a bummer. Anyway, the uh, new study reveals uh, what unites uh, Americans the most. And it's kind of surprising uh, that uh, what unites America the most? Beer and food. Beer really is what makes the world go round, though, right? I mean, you have a few cold beers and you're okay. You sit down with somebody, order some food, have a couple of beers, and pretty soon you're, you're long lost buddies, right? But uh, one of the studies people were a little wound up that it's a domestic beer. <laughs> what? I'm stunned it's domestic beer. That seems a bit too fringe class for the elitist. See, it's comments like that that divide us. Okay? If somebody offers you a beer, oh, is that domestic? And you just say, yes, it's domestic. That's all I have. Here, have one. Instead of saying, what are you, an elitist pig? You don't want to say something like that. You want to come together. That's the whole point. Right? Right. So thank you so much for coming along for the ride today. Good luck. God bless to all the right-standing people in America today as it's election day. Remember, subscribe, rate, review, share on Chewing the Fat. Thank you so much for coming along for the ride. Chewing the Fat. Subscribe, rate, 20 stars, review, best podcast ever. Share it with anybody you know, even people you don't know. Just share it and tell them, hey, look at the reviews. They're all 20 stars, best podcast ever. You should give it a listen. See?